In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Hey, welcome to the special edition of the 300th episode of the Garlic Marketing Show. This one is just part of a larger video that we put together on, on YouTube. We wrote an article on LinkedIn, and this is one segment, it's a little more expanded, but if you wanna see all of it all together, just make sure to go over to our Story Cruise LinkedIn and check out the entire video. Plus, of course, make sure to subscribe. We're gonna be pushing a lot of these videos out and doing a lot more great marketing information and stories now in this new season of The Garlic Marketing Show. Welcome to the special conglomerate edition of The Garlic Marketing Show. I've got another return repeating guest who's gonna teach us about PR today. Uh, before I get going with Christina, remember this is brought to you by storycruise.com, the ultimate resource for finding videographers, for finding case stories. So you can use those stories to pitch what, what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, just go to find.storycruise.com, no matter where you are in the process, to get started. Christina Nicholson from Media Maven, thank you so much for being on. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. And before we get into your business, Christina was on before, make sure to check it out. She talks about how to get become a guest on the Today Show. Um, that'll be down in the show notes if you're watching on YouTube and also if you're on the podcast. If you're on the podcast and this is a visual one and you want to see this, make sure to go over to cruisetube.com, find the big episode and you'll be able to find uh, all Christina's notes. So Christina, before we get into how to get on the right podcasts, we're gonna talk about how to get on the right podcast, what are the benefits of it? Let's go over real quick what Media Maven does and who you are and who you help. Yeah, so Media Maven is a PR agency, but it's not like all the other ones. Um, I come from a journalist a journalism background. Everybody on the team, we're former journalists, used to work in newsrooms. So we help you get in the news without spending money on ads. And we approach it very differently than maybe what a lot of publicists learn in PR school. We don't write long, boring press releases and pitch the media with that. We basically just pitch the way we would have wanted to be pitched when we were sitting in a newsroom. So um, when you are reading a magazine, a newspaper, reading something online or even watching TV, and you actually see companies or people featured in the news, that is what we do. What, where does podcasting come into this and what are some of the results you've gotten through that? Yeah, so I call podcasts new medium. So there's traditional media, which you know is TV, magazines, newspapers. Podcasts I refer to as new media and it is where you will see the quickest ROI. Just because the intent of somebody listening to a podcast is so different than somebody scrolling online or flipping through channels. Like somebody literally picks up their phone, they scroll through their podcast app and they select an episode to listen to and they are engaged for 30 minutes really getting to know a person who is a guest on a podcast. And nine times out of 10, you're gonna see somebody 
go from listening to that podcast to finding the guest on the internet, to joining their email list, to finding them on social, whatever it is. And it's just the quickest way to build that authority, that credibility and turn publicity into profit. Love it. Love it. And what are some of the results you've seen? I mean, obviously you've helped other people doing this. You know, can you tell me about, you know, in the legal field, what are some of the things that lawyers can do to, to benefit from this? Yeah, so the biggest thing with podcasts is it's there for you to share your expertise when you come on as a guest. And a lot of times, um, you know, especially when we talk about lawyers and doctors, they can't speak about specific cases, but they can speak in general terms. So like, for example, um, you see this happen when celebrities die and they don't have a will. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, where's all the money going to? I think it happened with Prince. I think it happened with Aretha Franklin. So while many attorneys can't speak to that specific case, they can talk about, well, how hard is it to put together a will? What should be in it? And that's how you can start earning coverage, not just by jumping on things that are happening in the media world and in the news cycle, but just by sharing your expertise and then sharing some specific stories that you can share to help educate people while you're entertaining them. And then if people wanna know more, then you tell them, hey, if you wanna know more, come find me here. And if they wanna know more, they will find you there because again, they just spent 30 minutes getting to know, like, and trust you. So it all goes back to sharing your expertise, sharing your entrepreneurial story. And this will work for almost anybody, whether you have a product, whether you have a service, it really is just building your personal brand. Love it. And, you know, and and not only is it building your personal brand, but around the side notes of it, you build links from it, you know, more content, and you control your online reputation. I see this as a big problem across professionals is they, they don't own so much around their name maybe it's some review sites and all that maybe they have their website just showing up but this is a great opportunity for when someone googles your name to build that authority right yeah and the biggest thing is this isn't you telling everybody listen to me look at me i'm great this is somebody else giving you a stage on their platform so for you to talk about yourself and talk about what you do. And yes, when somebody does Google you, it increases your digital footprint. And again, it's not your Twitter, it's not your LinkedIn, it's somebody else talking about you. And that's, again, where the authority and the credibility comes from because it's not coming from your own platform and it's not an ad you're paying for. So it just means so much more to the listener because they know you actually deserve to be there and you deserve that coverage. And then, yeah, you get those backlinks. It gives you something to share on social media. Like, hey, listen to me, I was on this podcast. And people will just start looking at you with this different perception because you are being seen in a variety of places in a variety of ways. And you can show up for long tail search terms like how to be a guest on the Today Show. Go Google that. You'll find Christina showing up on my podcast. That, you know, is a perfect, perfect example of it. Um, awesome. I love it. And it does a lot. It has long term benefits. Plus, a side note that we're not even talking about is the relationship building. It's it's amazing relationship because you're building a relationship with not just an interviewer, but someone that usually owns a business, right? Yeah. And I mean, just think about everybody that person knows just to, to make, you know, an email introduction. But then also think about all of the the listeners that that person has on their podcast who now knows you because they listen to that podcast. It really is endless. And then because it's not an ad where if you stop paying for it, it's going to go away. It will last forever. I mean, I get people 
connecting with me on LinkedIn because they heard a podcast that I was on and it was four years ago. Like it's four years old and they're just now finding it because maybe they just found this podcast that I was on. So it really can just last forever because it's earned media. You're not paying for it. So there's just so many different advantages. Love it. So let's get into it. You're going to show us how to decide, find the right podcast for us and how to pitch them, right? Yes, I am. So I am going to share my screen for your listeners who are also viewers watching. I had a little um, computer shutdown issue. So give me a second here. All right. We're seeing all of your screen. Yep. And being nosy, seeing it all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't have a whole. I don't have a whole lot There's of. There's your social security number. <laughs> <laughs> you guys better be watching on YouTube. <laughs> the podcast booking blueprint. Okay, awesome. So, it's this is. I wanted to put this together because with over a million podcasts out there, it's tricky to know which one is the right one. Um, so I'm just going to basically give you a little 15 minute cheat sheet on how to uh, break it down. Are you ready, Ian? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Awesome. So we kind of talked about myself already. Hi, I'm Christina. I was a TV reporter and anchor before starting my PR agency. Still work as a TV host because I think it's important to practice what you preach. I am a repeat podcast guest. I also have my own podcast, Become a Media Maven. And I have three kids down here in South Florida. So these are the podcast problems that a lot of people have. You don't know which podcast to pitch that are a fit. Again, there's over a million out there. It's tricky to narrow that down. And you don't know which podcasts are good and actually have quality download numbers. Like blogs, people are doing the same thing with podcasts. They're starting a podcast, they're releasing a few episodes, and they're like, oh, I'm not making thousands of dollars yet. I'm going to quit. Or nobody's listening and I've released a week's worth of episodes. I'm going to quit. But those podcasts stay out there just like blogs. They're going to be found in the apps. They don't just go away. And then you don't know how to best pitch the podcast host to book an appearance. And then you also don't know how to do all of the above quickly because this is a time consuming thing. So I'm going to show you some tips and tricks and tactics to save time doing this. So this is my promise to you. I'm going to show you how to easily find relevant podcasts, how to measure quality without knowing a podcast download numbers, because that's something that is not public information. You really don't know how many downloads an episode gets from an outsider's perspective. And then I'm going to show you how to best pitch a podcast host, and I'm going to share the exact pitch that led to a podcast booking that ended in tens of thousands of dollars. So I talked about how you can get profit from this publicity and I'm gonna show you how I did it and how it ended in so much more than tens of thousands of dollars. And then I'm gonna show you how you can quickly automate this and build a podcast pitch list. So why should you care? And honestly, like these numbers are increasing like daily. So even though I put this together last week, these numbers are probably already higher. 55% of people in the US have listened to a podcast at least once. Podcast listeners have grown 37.5% in three years. And again, it just keeps increasing faster and faster. Each week, more Americans listen to podcasts than go to church. And this is true pre-coronavirus. So this isn't <laughs> like skewed because churches may be closed. So even before this, more Americans listen to podcasts than going to church. And then the weekly podcast listener tunes into an average of seven podcasts a week. Wow. So if you're an 
Yeah, I mean, think. I mean, I don't know how many. I'm I'm subscribed to over seven podcasts. How many are you subscribed to? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Like, very rarely do people just listen to one podcast and that's it. Like, I listen <laughs> to a variety of podcasts about a variety of topics, yeah. and podcast listeners are more likely to follow and buy from companies and brands just because, again, you're really listening to the person behind the company, behind the brand. You're getting to know, like, and trust them, and that's who people want to do business with. So this is my situation. As a TV reporter and anchor, I was on the receiving end of a lot of pitches, and most of them were terrible. I get the same thing as a podcast host. Ian, I'm sure you get emails in your inbox, and you're like, oh, my God, this is a terrible pitch somebody is sending to be on my podcast. Am I right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And in fact, I'm going to send everyone this because I'm like, here's how you should do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how how lazy and selfish people are with their pitches, but it happens. You'd be surprised at how often it happens. So when I started pitching both, you know, in my agency for clients, but also for myself to be a guest on on podcasts, I pitched from a journalist perspective and then a podcast host perspective because it does lead to more numbers and leads and more money. So I'm going to show you how to do it because it works. So this is a struggle. It's my struggle and it's probably your struggle. And that is my struggle face. If y'all are listening, you should head over to YouTube and watch because you can't see my struggle face over a podcast. (laughs) So there's over a million published podcasts and that's a lot. And a lot of the times you can't search for those podcasts by keyword or niche, only by category. And I go, I use Apple podcasts because I have an iPhone. And there's thousands of podcasts in each category. There's just over a hundred different categories. You have your main ones and then you have your subcategories. So there's just a lot to sift through. And I didn't know which podcasts were good. I didn't know which ones were getting downloaded on a weekly basis and which ones were still active. Because like I said, even if you stop releasing new episodes, if you haven't released an episode in five years, your podcast is still gonna be in the app and it's still gonna show up as, as if it's active, but it may not be. So I gotta sift through all of that. And I spent a lot of time scouring websites, social media, old podcast episodes to find out who to pitch and how best to pitch that podcast host to get booked. So basically, you're going to skip all of the trial and error that I went through, and we're going to create a shortcut to your success in the podcast booking blueprint. So first things first, because you don't know who to pitch, I'm going to show you how to easily find relevant podcasts. So... If you are watching this on YouTube, or if you are listening to this and you're not driving or on a treadmill, then you can whip out your phone and kind of do this along with us. So the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna start with one podcast. You're gonna find the one goal podcast that you would love to land a spot on. So for this strategy, you have to know which podcast that is. Don't even worry about looking through the different categories yet. So if you're a doctor, find your favorite medical podcast. If you're a lawyer, find your favorite um, law podcast. If you are in the health and, and beauty industry, there's a lot. So if you're in health and beauty, the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast would be a great one because they're always talking about skincare and health and different things like that. So you find that one podcast and then you're gonna scroll down till you see you might also like. And then you just tap see all. And that's gonna automatically pull up all of the podcasts like that one podcast that you wanna be on. And then you just start making a list. You start writing down all of those as potential podcasts to pitch because they're like that one, so they're likely to have a similar audience. For this, I used a spreadsheet. And you literally just create the columns of the name of the podcast, the host, 
you know, maybe you create a column for social media for the website. And then that's going to be your podcast pitch list to pitch to be a guest on. Christina, that that yes. the image you showed there looks exactly like my po suggested podcast. I mean, these are all my suggested <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, this is why you guys need to watch YouTube. Let me tell you, the one he, it's the Bitch Bible is is one of those podcasts. The Balanced Blonde Lady Gang. This, listen, Ian, this example is for those people in health and wellness, the med spas, the ladies looking to yes. improve their skin. These are, yeah, these are their perfect podcasts. for med spas. It's perfect, perfect for med spas. It was just funny because I was like, I've never heard of any of these podcasts <laughs> and I probably shouldn't listen to them. <laughs> and rightfully so. And this will work for literally any niche. I mean, there's a podcast for anything. So you just have to f start with that one and find that one and this will work for you. So another way to search for podcasts is to filter by category. And the first thing you wanna do is find the main category that would be a fit for your niche. And this can and will change based on the angle you're pitching. So for example, I pitch a lot under the business umbrella because I talk about marketing, but sometimes I also pitch under family and parenting because I talk about how I built a business from home with kids. So it really just depends the angle you're pitching and the, the kind of audience that you wanna get in front of. So first you wanna find that main category. Again, I do this through Apple because I have an iPhone. And then once you're there, you can look at the top shows, you can look at the new shows, and you can look at the subcategories. I like looking at the new shows just because they're showing up right there under the new shows because they're popular, but because they're new, there may not be a lot of competition with people pitching them. So there's just mm, a little tip when it comes to advice. looking at the new shows. Yeah. Um, and then you can look at the subcategory. So for this example, we will look at careers. And this could work for anything. I mean, you could speak about your career as a medical professional, as a lawyer, as you know, somebody who builds a med spa. You just have to get creative with the different angles that you're pitching. So mm -hmm. go to careers. And then again, you can start writing these down as potential podcasts to pitch. And I use a separate spreadsheet for each audience. So if I think I'm going to talk about how I built my business from home with kids, that'll be one spreadsheet. If I'm going to talk about earning media exposure, that's gonna be another spreadsheet because what I write in that pitch is gonna be a little different. So that's a way that you can start making a list by looking at categories. And then moving on, how do you know these podcasts are good? How do you know if they're actually getting downloaded and people are actually listening to them? So once you start that list, you have to do a little bit of homework. And this is what I do. I pay attention to the number of ratings a podcast receives. In my experience, anything over 50 is a good sign. And you have to keep in mind, it's kind of like Instagram. Most people just scroll. Very few take the time to like or comment on a post. It's kind of the same thing with ratings. So for example, with this podcast, The Balanced Blonde, it has almost 2000 ratings. But you have to consider that's only a fraction of the people listening because most of the time you're not gonna leave a rating or a review on a podcast. So when you see anything over 50, I consider that a good sign. And you also have to look at the dates because again, half of the 1 million plus podcasts in the apps are inactive, meaning mm. they started a podcast and then they stopped releasing new episodes. So this was something that I, I found this podcast very easily, but as you can see, the last time they uploaded a new episode was in May of 2019. 
But the podcast, it's still there. It's still on the app for you to find. So you don't want to waste your time with these because they're obviously not active anymore. So you want to also pay attention to the dates of the podcast. And then you want to also look at the art. And this is where I get a little bougie and I get a little judgy (laughs) and I judge a book by its cover. Um, Nine times out of 10, if the podcast has podcast art that isn't impressive, it's probably not that popular. And I hate to say that, but it's kind of true. There's a reason there is a saying, don't judge a book by its cover because we do it and we do it for a reason. And so I found this podcast and not only is it not very pretty artwork for the cover, but you can see they haven't uploaded an episode since 2015 and they only have 18 ratings. So just some things for you to check out because you cannot um, see how many downloads a podcast is getting. I always also like to look at the podcaster's social media. Is there a website for this? Because most of the times people will have a website for their podcast or a page on their website for their podcast. So you kind of have to look at things other than the fact of, hey, they're in the podcast app and they're in this category. So it might be a fit for me. Love it. Moving on, because you don't know the best way to pitch, I'm going to show you how to best pitch a podcast host to actually get booked. And this is the trickiest part, as we have mentioned. The first thing you have to do is get off the app. If you're not a regular listener and you don't know about the podcast host, you need to get off the app and visit their website. And you can do this by Googling the name of their podcast with their name. So for this example, we will use Ask Pat, um, a podcast that's in the business category. It's a popular podcast and Pat Flynn just basically does coaching sessions with people. And, you know, maybe he'll bring on um, an attorney because the attorney wants to talk about how to build their brand on LinkedIn, for example. So you got to get off the app. You got to search the the podcast name and the podcast host and see what you find. You'll find a website. Maybe you'll find social media. So you have to get specific. First, search the website for a specific place to apply to be a guest. Usually this is going to be an online form or a unique email address. And if you cannot find any of that information, then just use the general email or contact form. As a bonus, you should connect on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever the podcaster's social media channel of choice is, and then chat a bit before asking the best way to send a pitch. I know this sounds time consuming, but let me tell you, it makes a big difference. For example, to be a guest on my podcast, Become a Media Maven, I have a form on my website. And I think nine times out of 10, people totally ignore the form and they just send me an email to my email address. And I always think, okay, well, obviously they didn't do their homework. Like they're not even filling out the form to be a guest. And so when people do fill out the form, it like catches my attention that they're they're actually paying attention. And then if you send me a tweet or if you connect with me on LinkedIn and you say, hey, I listened to this episode of your podcast. I just applied to be a guest because, you know, I have this expertise or that expertise. Like that sets you apart from everybody because hardly anybody takes the time to do that. So if nope. you can, if you really want to be on a podcast and you take the time to connect with the podcaster on social media outside of your pitch, like it's wild. Ian, how many people do that for you? None. I get at least a pitch a day. And no, I've never seen that. And if they did, if somebody did that, you would be more likely to pay attention to their pitch because it shows you they're actually paying attention. Yeah, well, exactly. If they were paying attention, I definitely love to talk to them. 
It literally doesn't even take five minutes to do. And people don't do this because so many people, and this is, this was the same when I worked in TV, they want to send the same pitch to 200 podcasters at the same time. And they're going to be ignored when instead, if you would just make a list of your top 20 and you got super specific and personal with those top 20, you would book a few of them. But people, they think they have to send out hundreds and hundreds and being in personal works and it doesn't, it just doesn't work like that anymore. So these are my, these are, these are my tips on getting specific. Love it. These are powerful. So a great strategy takes time as we have learned. So I want to help you get started. I want to make this a little bit easier. So I'm going to give you the exact pitch that I used to get on Pat Flynn's smart passive income the first time. So my first appearance led to two more bookings on that podcast. I got accepted into Pat's Accelerator Mastermind program and tens of thousands of dollars in revenue and profit followed. I can literally track that specifically to the first podcast episode that I was on. So I am going to share that exact pitch so you can get an idea of what to say and how to say it when you reach out to somebody. So to get that, just head to podcastclout.com slash Pat. And for those of you watching on YouTube, that is a picture of me on stage with Pat at Podcast Movement in Orlando in 2019. And again, that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't on his podcast. I think it would have been five years ago from that point now. So if you have any more questions, if I can help you with anything, you can find me um, on social media. I'm at Christina all day. And then again, you can just go to podcastclout.com slash Pat for that exact pitch that I used that you can use. Just make some tweaks, some, some tweaks and you can turn it into your own so you can start landing guest appearances on podcasts too. Yes. Or you can send Twix to them and get the, even more attention. I mean, you can never go wrong with Twix. I, you know, it's funny. I actually used candy bars one time as a lead magnet. So did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I like that. I like uh, that. The, I think it was the million dollar candy bar. I forget what the candy bar was. But a hundred grand. Like, I love that hundred grand. Bar. Like, yes, exactly. hundred grand. I'd be like, hey, do you want to make a real hundred grand? Give me a call. And <laughs> oh, that's clever. And it worked. So you, you got to think outside the box. You got to get hyper personalized and you have some great, great tips in there. Christina, thank you so much for being on this very special roundup. Um, like everyone said, you gave all the information. Yeah, so uh, you can, my agency website is mediamavenandmore.com. So Media that's where we help people get coverage without spending any money on ads. And if you don't have an agency budget, don't worry. We have other resources that can help you very inexpensively or you know, just some free, free things that'll help you along the way. Yeah, if you want like the ultimate shortcut to get this all just done for you, you're like, man, this is a lot of work, which it is. That's why people pay yeah. people like Christina and Media Maven to get it done, get it done faster. Um, obviously, there's a lot of tools there. Try it out, test it out. But I'm telling you, podcasting, getting on and being a guest on podcasting is one of the fastest ways to grow your online presence, to get leads and to network. Uh, Christina, thank you so much for that amazing presentation. Thank you, Ian. Thank you for having me. It's glad to be back on your show. Oh, my pleasure. Make sure to check out our previous episode, How to Be a Guest on the Today Show, uh, and check her out, follow her, and when you take action, let her know. But thanks a lot for joining us on this special edition 
of the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook.